afterwards. All right, guys, welcome to uh, youth group. It's good to see everybody tonight. Uh, it's fun being in there with high school for worship. And so here's what, here's what we're going to do real quick. Uh, I'm going to uh, speak to you guys for about 10 minutes, and then we'll go to our small groups, and you can have your small group time. All right, so I'll speak for about 10 minutes, then we'll go to our small groups, and we'll finish uh, the night off in your small groups. Uh, but tonight, uh, what I want to talk about is, uh, over the next three weeks, uh, who, who we are as Christians and who we are uh, as a small group. And so, as you can see, the first slide says, we are IR Youth, Indian Rocks Youth. And uh, the, the first thing that I want to talk about is the love of God, is how much uh, we love God. That's the, the first and greatest commandment in the Bible. And so I want to talk about love and what love looks like, uh, because next Wednesday is Valentine's Day. Right? Yeah, clap. There you go, clap. I don't know if you guys are going to be trading Valentine's Day cards, candies. Uh, I don't know what y'all are going to be doing for Valentine's Day, but it is Valentine's Day. And so I want to talk about love. Uh, but love means something a little bit different than the love that we usually talk about in our society. All right, so for instance, we say we love a lot of things. So uh, one of my things that I love the most, I might go here after a youth group tonight, is McDonald's. So I absolutely love McDonald's. My go-to order is a number... What did you say? A McRib? Okay, McRib's pretty good. I like to get a number seven. Anybody know what a number seven is? Double cheese, two, two cheeseburger meal, large fry, large Coke. All right, I love McDonald's. I also love the Kentucky Wildcats. As you guys see, I like to go to games, and I have it on my shirt. I love the Kentucky Wildcats. I really do. My favorite candy that I love so much, baby bottle pops. Oh, I, I absolutely love baby bottle pops. My favorite thing to do is, is to go to the gas station before I go to the movies, and I sneak in a few baby bottle pops. I love baby bottle pops. I love Crocs. I do love Crocs. Is anybody, any Croc fans in the house? Raise your, raise your, raise your foot if you have a Croc on. All right, we have, some, we have some Crocs in here. That's right. I love Crocs, but we use the term love for a lot of things. I love this. I love that. I love video games. I love him. I lo like we say all kinds of stuff that we love, but tonight I want to talk about the true meaning of love and what does love actually look like according to the Bible, and what does it mean when we say as believers that we love God. It's not a silly love like I love McDonald's or I love Crocs. Right, even though we do like those things, uh, what well, well, I want to examine the scriptures and talk about what love really looks like. And so, I want the the verse that we're going to be reading over the next three weeks. We're going to read the same one over and over again, okay? Because I really want to get it ingrained in our mind. Some of you guys have heard it before. It's in Matthew chapter twenty-two, verse thirty-six through thirty-nine. Matthew chapter twenty-two, verse thirty-six through thirty-nine. And someone asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment in the law? All right, so go ahead and turn there. Someone asked Jesus, what's the most important rule? What is the greatest commandment of Scripture? And this is what Jesus had to say. You shall love the Lord your God with all your, with all your, and with all your. This is the first and greatest commandment. 
The second is life like it. You shall love your as yourself. I want to read it one more time. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? What's, what's the biggest rule? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your with all of your, with all your, and with all your. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So he told us the first commandment is to what? Love God. And so if we're going to call ourselves believers, if we're going to call ourselves Christians, that means that we need to love God. And it doesn't mean love it like McDonald's. I better love God more than I love McDonald's. What it means is it means that it's a sacrificial love that I'm willing to sacrifice for God. Because God gave the ultimate sacrifice for us too, right? I know there's some boys and girls in here who are not believers in Jesus. We believe uh, at Indian Rocks that Jesus uh, died on the cross for our sins, that he was buried, and that he rose from the grave. And that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. So God sent his, old, his son to die for us. That's what, that's what love means. It means willing to die for someone, willing to give the greatest and ultimate sacrifice. And so me, as a believer, if it came down to it, I would be willing to give that sacrifice for Jesus and for God, because he gave that for me. Now, that's an extreme example, death, because in America, we get so blessed where we can come to youth group and not worry about uh, getting persecuted, right, these, these days at least. Um, but all around the world, there are people who do have to worry about that. I want to tell you a story real quick uh, before we get into uh, Go ahead and flip to, we're going to read another verse, Joshua chapter 24. Why tell you this story? Joshua chapter 24. So there's some missionaries named Joey and Christy Allen. They're missionaries in Southeast Asia. 99% of the country is Muslim. Where they're missionaries to. One day, Joey went out in the backyard, and uh, two men came in the backyard and killed his neighbor. Because... The neighbor was worshiping God. Because Joey led his neighbor to the Lord. He was worshiping God and not Allah, the God that Muslims worship. And so they killed him. And Joey and his family were obviously very scared. They were very nervous because they were missionaries. They are the ones spreading the gospel in the area. And so all the, the churches and the people who supported Joey and Christy told them, what are you doing? Get out of there. They had a two-year-old child and a five-year-old at the time. Get out of there. Your family's going to die. And Joey, this is what Joey had to say. Christy and I are staying. God sent his only son to die for us. And so if I die telling the whole world about the love of Jesus Christ, then so be it. It would be my honor. That's what Joey and Christy said, the missionaries to Bangladesh. That is unbelievably incredible. And so you're in uh, Joshua chapter 24. I'm proud of you guys for flipping in the blue Bibles. I encourage you to bring your own Bibles and to be reading those. But for those of you who have the blue Bibles, awesome job. Thank you for participating. Here's what's happening in this point of the Bible. Raise your hand if you've heard of Joshua. Yeah, he was the leader of God's people. Joshua was the leader of God's people, and he was leading uh, the Hebrew people. And he did a really, really good job. And Joshua was about to die in this chapter. He was about to die. And he was an amazing leader. And so he, he made one more final speech before he died. This speech was so important, it was on Fox News, it was on CNN, it was all over the place. Everyone tuned in. Millions of the Hebrew people tuned in to what he had to say. 
Just think about the greatest leader in the history of America was about to make his, his final speech. He had to tell them something very important. Joshua was scared for the Hebrew people. They were starting to worship idols and things other than God. And so this is what he said to them, starting in verse 14. He said, Therefore, fear the Lord and worship him in sincerity and truth. Get rid of the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and worship the Lord. But if it doesn't please you to worship the Lord, choose for yourselves today. Which will you worship? The gods your ancestors worship beyond the Euphrates River? Or the gods of the Amorites in the land whom you are living? As for me and my family, we will worship the That's right. And so what was happening was all these uh, Israelites, these Hebrew people, who wandered around in the desert all this time, and Joshua uh, led them so well, but they started to get too comfortable, and they started to worship other things in their life besides God. And Joshua was really nervous for the people that he loved and for the people he ruled over. He was worried that they weren't willing to give the ultimate sacrifice for God. He was worried that they had forgotten about God. And so he told them this. You guys either worship the fake gods... Or you guys worship the one true God. Stop getting on the fence. Stop coming to church and acting like you worship God when your mind is always on all these other things. If you don't love God. Or if you love God, get off the fence and come to the other side and fully go all out for Him. Read your Bibles. Pray. Right? Worship uh, with other believers. Right? Put your mind and your heart on things towards God, but stop writing down the middle. That's what He told them. I know there's a lot of us in the room who struggle with that. We want to call ourselves Christians, and we want to act like, uh, act like we're you know, good at, while we're at church, but then when we go home, we kind of wander away. And sometimes we let other things uh, take us uh, from godly, godly things. And so Joshua was telling these people, get off the fence. You either need to choose to serve God or choose not to. God doesn't like the lukewarm. That's what he was telling them. So what I want to encourage all of you guys is, which side do you think you should be on? What's the good side? The God side, right? And so you guys get where this is going. You guys get the gist of it. I just really want to encourage you guys that if you have any idols in your life that are keeping you from living fully for God, let's knock those out. And you're going you're gonna to talk about that a little bit uh, in your small groups. But I hear it from people all the time. I heard uh, someone say, Daniel, I stayed up late at my friend's house last night. Uh, on Saturday night, that's why I wasn't able to make it to church. We were up playing late video games. And so I was like, so are, are you prioritizing your friend in video games over God? Is that what's going on here? Someone said, Daniel, I have a lacrosse every weekend. It makes me hard to attend, attend groups. Well, to me, that sounds like you're chasing after lacrosse and not God. Oftentimes, though, we make time for all the stuff that we want to do, but when it comes to God, our Creator, who gives us breath and life and who saved us and who sent His only Son, we barely give Him the light of day. Now, I'm a, I was a former athlete. I loved playing basketball and football. Uh, I even played travel basketball and football. And a lot of times I did fall into uh, the, the same struggles that some of you are dealing with. Uh, and I'm not saying that those things are bad. I'm not saying going over to your friend's house is bad. I'm not saying Fortnite is bad. I actually like all of those things. They're all super fun. Yeah, he just gave me a thumbs up. But if we put any of these things above God, and if we're spending more time doing these things than spending time with God, that's bad. 
And that's basically what Joshua was telling the Hebrew people. So this is a choice that every person has to make. We either got to decide if we're going to pursue God or pursue our own fleshly desires. And so I'd have a little illustration, and then we'll go to small groups, okay? I have a picture of a friend here. Look at this guy. Who, what team is this guy cheering for? The Kansas City, Taylor Swift. He's probably a Swifty, that's right. The Kansas City Chiefs, right? You don't look at this guy and wonder what team is he cheering for. You don't wonder, is this guy a Green Bay Packers fan? Is he going for the 49ers? Is he going for the... What team is this guy cheering for? You don't say that. As soon as, as soon as his picture popped up on the screen, you know that he is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, right? All of us in all of our places, whether it's on our soccer team, whether it's in our school, whether it's at church or at home and in our neighborhoods, we should be like this guy for Jesus. It should be so obvious that we serve our Heavenly Father God, and people should know that we, something's different about us. We should be like this guy. People should know Man, Daniel, he's a little strange, but I'll tell you what, I know that he loves God. We should be like this guy. This guy is not on the fence. He is all out. He might be a little nutty, but this is a good Kansas City Chiefs fan. And so I want us to be like this guy, but for Jesus, okay? Now, don't go dressing up. Don't dress up as like a Bible or anything, because then you might scare people away. But I think you get my point. So, guys, I just want you to know I love you guys. I really care about each and every one of you. It's been fun getting to know some of you, and we're going to continue to do that. I'm going to pray for you all, and then I want you all to go off into your small groups uh, for the last 20 minutes and talk with your leaders. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for these boys and girls who chose. They could have done anything tonight, but they came to to worship you. Lord, I pray that uh, they continue to make that choice. Lord, we know that the local church is plan A in discipleship and and um, and what you have going on. And God, I pray that for the ones who are not saved and who are not believers, Lord, that you would strike their hearts and that they would feel convicted, and Lord, that they would give their lives to you. Lord, I pray for the ones who are believers, you'd help them to serve for you and live for you all the way, that they would be sold-out Christians and that you would use them to make a difference for your kingdom. God, I pray for our leaders tonight. pray that these uh, smuggers would be productive. God, I pray that we continue just to have a fun time uh, together. In your name I pray, amen. You guys can go to small groups.